Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of The Low and Zo Show. So today we're going to be talking about, what are we talking about today? We're talking about how we don't have our shit together or this this perception that, um, you know, we may put on ourselves or on other people as like, you have your shit together or you don't have it together. Yeah, I'm just realizing this episode's going to be marked as explicit. explicit. <laughs> just realized when you said that um yeah just kind of this idea because we were having a conversation a little while ago and we were talking about you know people in our lives who we look up to who we feel almost inadequate in comparison to like we compare ourselves to them um or we look at you know what it is that they're doing where they're at in their lives and we feel badly about ourselves and we realize like this is something everybody does everybody assumes that other people have their shit together and then we look at ourselves and we have like we have a very inside scoop view of our own lives where what we're very aware of is all the things that are not as we would like them to be. And so then we're like constantly hot on ourselves. So we wanted to share with you guys today that Zoe and I don't have our shit together. Yeah. And we're going to talk more about how to kind of shift that perception and choose to adjust your focus so that you experience more abundance in your life and you can begin to view yourself as someone who has it together, who is successful and who is abundant. So let's get started. I'm Lo. And I'm Zoe. And this is The The Lo and Zoe Zoe Show. We're coaches and entrepreneurs who firmly believe that an abundant mind is the key to an abundant life. On this podcast, we're going to be talking everything from how to manifest more money, travel, success in business and beyond, to overcoming the blocks that are holding you back, to rewiring your brain so you can easily attract whatever it is you want the most in life. If you haven't already, be sure to join us inside our Facebook community, Abundant Mind Tribe, for daily tips, mindset hacks, manifesting tricks, and more that'll allow you to build the confidence you need to manifest the abundant AF life you deserve. Now let's get started. All right, you guys. So welcome back to another episode of the Low and Low Show. I had to say it again. (laughs) Um, So we're just uh, like we paused there to put the intro in and we were laughing because we were thinking about times when, you know, either we were romantically involved with someone or liking someone that in our minds we weren't good enough for because in our minds they had it together. Yeah, so in our minds, essentially, we put them on some type of pedestal. Yeah. And was looking at all the ways in which we felt inadequate to, like... In comparison. Yeah, in comparison to pursue them or to have romantic involvement with them because they were just, you know, too good for us. Like, (laughs) like, who are we to go after? (laughs) Yeah, which is so bizarre because I know, like, the way people view me and the way people view you in terms of our success or, like, not that sounds like sort of egotistical but just like what we've created what Mm -hmm. how we spend our days and I actually like often I encourage clients to like look at how do people outside of you view you right because it's not the way that you view you and so I know that like people look up to Zoe and I which I'm very like grateful for but also this is where imposter syndrome comes in because other people are assuming that you are something that you really don't feel that you are or that you don't feel you are the majority of the time. And we want to stress today that this whole idea of having your shit together is a perspective. Yeah. And so that's really what we want to want to bring to light for you guys is like how to start seeing yourself as someone who does in fact, because I guarantee you, you have it together. It's that right now you're focusing on the things that make you feel as if you don't. 
totally. And I'm just going to go ahead and acknowledge all the people who are listening to this podcast because you're the self-improvement yeah. junkies. You guys and have it together. <laughs> if, you can, if you can focus on that, like th- that you're somebody who is actively looking at how they can grow on the inside to then see the reflection on the outside, you have it together more than everyone else because that's the secret formula always. Like change well, within yourself and see the reflection on the outside. So you've got the secret, you know, the secret magic formula to really transform your life. So you're on the path. Well, and again, like that's a perspective. There isn't like, okay, you have checked this number of boxes and now you, you know, you're successful at adulting. Like that list does not exist. It's about how you view what you have accomplished in your life versus what you feel you haven't accomplished. Right. And so an example of this um, for me was like, last year at this time versus this year at this time um and things have shifted but it was because i shifted the perspective which was that i i was um like 31 and living at my parents and i was applying for apartments in toronto and not getting approved because i'm an entrepreneur and i still had quite a bit of debt um i still to this day have some student debt i've made like big strides this year but um i really in my head was not where I should have been as a 31 year old um and like a year before that as a 30 year old like I had tons of debt my business was just like really unstable um I had like left a career behind I'm still to this day you know single no babies (laughs) which like I'm that is absolutely how I want things to be but again it's like I could look at what are you supposed to have together in your life when you are whatever age you are based on society based on yeah society's norms and then you fall into this trap of comparing yourself to that list and feeling like you know you're well you're inherently putting yourself in a place of lack so like right now for instance I could very easily look at my life and say okay I rent Mm -hmm. I don't have investments I don't have um any kind of property that I own I'm not sitting on like tons of like I've really paid off debt this year so I'm not sitting on tons of savings I don't have you know a husband or a fiance or anything like that um but I have really worked on seeing what I've created for myself as being like I feel that I have it together because this is a perspective that I've chosen to take right so there's lots and lots and lots of reasons for me to go oh my god there's so like I'm not where I'm supposed to be in my life right but instead I've shifted to looking at well what what have I created and what, where, what's important to me? I'm really happy. I've built a foundation for myself um, that is going to just continue growing into bigger abundance and freedom and impact and all these things that I like really, are, they're really important to me. Um, I, I, I just day to day get to do things that I like, again, this is a Monday morning. We're sitting here. Like I feel like I have it together because of how I get to spend my days. Right. Um, and this was true a year ago as well. And so shifting what my sort of list was (laughs) of what makes it so that a person quote unquote has it together. And then just being really like honest with myself about what I have created versus what I haven't. Because here's the thing, you guys, there will always be things that are not as you would like them to be or that are not good enough in your sort of like ego mind. And you can use those things to draw conclusions about your life or create a story about yourself that says, I'm not good enough. My life isn't good enough. I don't have it together. Here are all the things that I need to change in order for that to be possible for me. Or you can look at right now, where are you right now? What have you had to overcome? What does your life look like? Are you enjoying your work? Are you, you know, paying off debt? Are you, do you have savings? Do you have the love of your life? Like what is the um, measurement system or standards that you are comparing yourself to you, uh, sorry, to your comparing yourself to, does that make sense? Um, and then 
you know, looking for those things in your life. Yeah. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, it makes sense because it comes down to these set of rules that we make for ourselves, consciously right. or subconsciously, based on our past. A lot of it is based on society's norms as deciding, you know, when we're younger, we see all the Disney movies. We're all supposed <laughs> to have this prince, you know, we're supposed to have a family. We see how much, um, let's say, movies or the media has influenced us. Yeah. Then we get to this age where, you know, 20 um gonna be 29 this year and I'm like I could look at it just as you said like I don't have it together in certain ways is like I'm going back to school for the fifth time in my 20s just for fun though because that's what I want to do and now my measurement is like how much fun and how much happiness do I have in a day yeah because I've set that to be my rule because what matters to me most is my happiness my freedom like essentially for me happiness is my my liberation from my ego mind So like liberating myself more and more from any limiting beliefs or any beliefs that hold me back. And I do feel like I've done so much work in that place that I can view it as I've come so far, just as Laura said, like I've come so far just in my personal journey. I've done everything I ever wanted to do and I will continue to do that. Like even if it's um, a little bit more of like a black sheep path, let's say, (laughs) against society's norms. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say is like these are – the rules that Zoe and I have created for our lives, they don't have to be yours. So again, like I just want people to be aware of where they have maybe even fallen into comparison and hearing what you just said and being like, oh, well, I don't have, you know, time freedom. I don't yet enjoy, like maybe you, maybe what you have created is like the typical checklist, but that makes you happy, right? Exactly. Maybe you're married with kids and you love that, or maybe you're just working on rising up in your job and you know, like we get to choose what our own rules are. So we shouldn't look at what anybody else's standards are for their own lives and then say, oh, well, I don't have that. So therefore I'm not where I should be. Yeah. And so that's when you have to tune into that internal compass that's on Mm -hmm. a daily basis. Like how happy are you? How fulfilled are you? And then looking at your life and seeing what are those influencers that might be drawing my happiness or pulling my contentment away from me? And then you might notice like, oh, it seems to be my job or maybe it seems to be this relationship or this friendship that I have. And then you can just choose to look at those areas and see how can I adjust this so I feel more happy, more fulfilled on a daily basis because it's that compound effect of change. So, you know, the happier you are, the more happiness that you find in each day. Over time, you'll look back on your life and you'll be like, wow, I... I'm doing all the things that I wanted to do versus focusing on the rules of like where you think that Mm -hmm. you should be. And I used to have all these crazy rules around um, dating in my life. Like one rule was that I can't date until I pay off my student loan. Because to (laughs) me, where where I realized where I'd placed most of these rules on myself of having it together and not having it together came with all the adulting things. Mm -hmm. Like all the adulting things of like owning property or like having investments or having X, Y, Z. Basically all these things that they don't teach you in school that all of a sudden you like graduate and unless your parents gave you some education on, you're like, okay, I guess I got to figure this out. Like I got to figure out how to do my taxes or how to be responsible with my money. And um, unless your parents gave you a glimpse of that or really educated you on that, we kind of all through the go through that phase where we're like trying to figure it out. And yeah. then that's when you're trying to figure it out, that's a very easy place for you to place all these different rules or all these different benchmarks of like, I think that's what I'm supposed to be doing. So like, I'm going to make a rule that like the student loan needs to be paid off by this time or like this needs to be what I need to have in my life in regards to a relationship. And, um, you know, with that structure, you leave room and space for you to disappoint yourself. You like lead yourself um, up to, you know, like because 
you would have asked me, 14-year-old Zoe, I would have been like, I'm married and have children <laughs> by the time that I'm, you know, 25. Yeah. <laughs> and that's not the case. But I learned to, like, liberate those belief systems from my mind. So I'm just, like, happy and content doing whatever I want to do in this time. So it's a matter of, like, looking at where are those areas of my life where I'm not feeling con- content? And is it because I place a certain rule or an expectation that I'm, like, falling short of, mi- of meeting? Yeah, and I think like this comes back to not relying on circumstances to allow yourself to feel a certain way because reg- you could have a million dollars tomorrow and you could if you're in the belief that it's that, you know, where you're at isn't good enough mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever it is. If you're in the habit of looking at your life and and yourself and telling yourself that it's not what it should be, it doesn't matter how much those circumstances change. I promise you, your brain will look for evidence of the story because you have to get rid of the story before the circumstances even can change. But even if they were to change inside of that story, you'd still have the story. Like I've definitely had um, lots of experiences where I finally, you know, did pay off debt or I finally had my first 10k month or I finally did this or that or whatever and I was still in the story of not good enough Mm -hmm. right not having it together imposter syndrome and my brain found evidence this is just how the brain works if you have a belief that it's not good enough your brain will find evidence for that and categorize it and be like oh look she like this is it's called the reticular activating or activation system in your brain Mm -hmm. um which is really really interesting I'm so intrigued by this kind of stuff which basically just filters out what your brain feels is relevant information based on the beliefs that you've been feeding it so if you have a belief that where you're at is not good enough your brain literally goes oh this is something Lauren believes and of all the incoming information because there's so much every single day it's literally protecting you by from overload by sorting through um, the incoming information it goes oh this is relevant she's been telling herself that it's not good enough and therefore I'm going to pick up that piece of information and and file it under not good enough. So the evidence will still exist because your brain is designed to find it, right? We have to look at shifting that story and starting to say, okay, I'm doing well for where I'm at, right? Yeah. Because like I said, the circumstances could shift and you could still be in that story and you could chase. This is why people chase and chase and chase and they achieve things, but it's still like, there's lots of people that have all of the material stuff in the world and are still desperately unhappy because they haven't gone to work on changing the perspective through which they view their circumstances. Yeah, and how they view themselves and like yeah. deep, 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 deep stuff into the identity of yourself. And Lauren, and I have a program we're going to be launching soon for you guys. So we'll let you know. But it's all about going to work on your identity. And once you choose to redefine the way that you view yourself or adjust that self-perception as somebody who is successful or somebody that has it together in the simplest ways and going to work on that every single day, you will see a lasting change because Laura and I, a year ago, were in a very different place. (laughs) I remember like in May of last year, we went out for dinner and there was a lot of things in my life where I was just like really hit with this whole not good enough thing. And, um, you know, one of them was like, I like this guy and I just felt like I wasn't good enough to date anyone. Honestly, I felt like I'm, you know, I don't know where I'm at. I just moved to the city. Like, I don't know. I don't know. There's all this um, mix and overwhelm in my life. Like, what am I doing with my life? I don't exactly know. I just kind of moved back from Italy. And and you could have looked at this and I was looking at it as like, I don't know where to go from here. Like, I don't have it together. What I don't even know what I'm doing. Right. But then over time, I started to look at it like, hey, you know what? I'm just I'm just having fun. I'm just like following my intuition. I'm like, going to work on myself and all this stuff feels really good. And then as I started to focus more on how 
every day and these things started feeling good I started to shift more and more of like being able to view myself as hey I'm a little bit more confident now in myself well and like especially in regards to dating does anybody want someone who has it all together no because in their mind they don't have it together so why would you want to date someone or be with someone that just highlights that within you like I am more attracted to someone who is open about the fact that they don't have it all figured out like thank god I can't be with you if you have it all figured out because I'm just gonna be so in my head the whole time and then coming back you guys to the topic of this uh or like the title of this episode of we don't have our shit together there are lots of reasons like there are lots of things that Zoe and I could write down in terms of circumstances in our lives like we both still have debt yeah I'm still paying off you know two degrees I I just decided to go back to school and actively exactly um I like did my taxes in the last few days like I literally had to spend an entire week because I just am someone who (laughs) allows for receipts and numbers to like I don't do my my money stuff as I go which I know that I should but Mm -hmm. it's just like I'm just gonna hire some it's just not who I am to be honest like I'm just gonna I let things go to the last minute all the time because I know that I always get it done and like that's just at this point in my life I just know that that's who I am so I'm not organized like at all um I'm organized when it comes to my clients and like being on top of that kind of stuff but in regards to my own life like <laughs> I, this is like sort of morbid but like good luck to someone who had to try and figure out my life if I were to like suddenly pass away because it's there's no rhyme or reason I have at all times like maybe 400 screenshots on my desktop that I don't you know like I'm just <laughs> saying there is there we don't have our shit together if that's the perspective that you want to take trust me we could find evidence for you a whole list of it I personally do feel like I've got it figured out because I'm okay with those things, right? Because I know that there's always going to be both and I want to instead focus on what I've created for myself, how happy I get to be, how I get to spend my days. I want to focus on how much I love my space. I want to focus on the types of people that are in my life, you know, like all of these things to me are evidence that I have it together. I'm doing pretty well, but I had to really decide to take that perspective change the story look for evidence of the new story and then simply forgive myself and be okay with the fact that there's always going to be things that are messy yeah and it's and there's such a gift in the contrast you guys of knowing how it feels when you're really in that place of it could be in the past for you like how I just mentioned in the in the past I was not feeling confident in dating at all especially moving to a new city and you know not having any furniture you know (laughs) like I was just at this place where I was like starting very new and I I was very overwhelmed and a lot of my time was spent focused on okay I don't have furniture for this home I you know just (laughs) like living on my own for the first time like okay I need this and this and this and I, I was just I was focusing on a lot of overwhelm and now I you know I have my furniture it's been a process but I'm looking back a year later and I see the contrast of like that was the Zoe who was so easily able to focus on how I didn't have it together how I didn't have this adulting uh, view together and now I look at it and I'm like okay I've really built a beautiful life for myself in Toronto the past year why did I ever doubt that it wasn't possible or why did I ever like sink in so deeply to the overwhelm sometimes and it's that gift of contrast is like wow I'm, I'm so proud of myself now I can focus on all these areas in which I've grown I've changed I've really cultivated a beautiful space for myself and 
it takes time reflecting on how far you've come and being proud of that versus always projecting into the future of this is what I need next this is what I need next because that overwhelm that I was feeling when I first moved in and had no furniture was like I need to have all of these things and I need to figure it out ASAP or I am a failure (laughs) well and I knew that like something I remember last year when we were both new to Toronto and like the money struggle was real for both of us in terms of the fear (laughs) Yeah. In terms of like, we both, you know, are, we have these new apartments. Taking on big Toronto rent. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And like that all, like, we really had to grow into that new identity. And I remember knowing when you had really shifted, it was around, Zoe and I like have similar up levels at the same time. Like, it's very interesting. But um, just like there was, you had changed the story enough to the point where you weren't looking for evidence for it anymore. And you weren't making like outside circumstances mean anything. And there was a month towards the end of the year where like, it wasn't like I think it was like out of our open October thing that we did. <laughs> I, it was actually in January for me. Oh, was I remember. It? Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. I thought it was just the end before of the year. we had our quantum. Right. right, where it wasn't like you were physically speaking, looking at your bank account, you were like, "This is not like I should be freaking out <laughs> yeah. right now." Yeah. Right, like, um, but you didn't do that. It's like if I if I objectively, I've had this experience so many times. If I objectively look at the number of dollars in my bank account, I I should, you know, be more scared than I am or make it mean more things. But you were just like, but it's fine. The money's going to come. It always does. Um, you know, this is just like residual manifestation of old stories and paradigms that we've been in. And I was just like really impressed how you just stayed in this place of trust and ease and flow regardless of outside circumstances where in the past I had watched you like spiral downwards as we all do especially when it comes to money especially when we have things to pay for yeah and the interesting thing about this like spiral downwards is like last summer I was like focused on my overwhelm so even though I wasn't I was actually financially in a better place than I might have been in this one month like if you were to look at um my accounts I in the summertime I was so focused on that I was choosing to like be mad at myself and like why am I not figuring this out yet why have I not had this idea or why hasn't anything come in versus like in January there could have been all these reasons like I could have focused on the fact that oh I think I spent too much money over Christmas time I think I did that wrong but I didn't I just chose like no I trust it's gonna come it's gonna come and then it all came well and like and you've never looked back from there so yeah in terms of like your outside circumstances where money is concerned completely shifting right so you chose a new perspective which was like it's all fine Mm -hmm. I could make this mean all kinds of things about myself but I'm not going to and I mean you'd really worked on it to get to that point yeah and then from there you just started having bigger and better money months yeah like bigger money months than I ever had in my entire life from basically being in this place of if you looked at it you'd be like how is <laughs> thank god for overdraft <laughs> thank you banks of canada for making that a thing <laughs> yeah and like but actually one thing i want to bring up as we're talking about that is that we actually started practicing this thing where we were spending money or like trusting that the money would come before it came that's yeah. something that we've actually shifted into this year which we'll talk more to you guys about in a future episode but it's more of like the as we've changed our self-perceptions we also trust in the universe so much more like that that was a huge change in the way that I viewed myself and the way that I've gone to work on money but it was also just me 
yeah. giving it up to the universe like universe always delivers for me so like I'm you know even though this doesn't look right I could focus on it but I'm not I'm just gonna focus on how much I love the universe and how much it always shows up right so and, and like in regards to you know your self-identity or your your the story you have about yourself and your life and whether it's good enough or not again it all comes back to what is like the story that you're telling here or what is the perspective you're choosing to take and then disregard anything that isn't like in evidence of that because there's always both right in January you could have so easily just been like oh my gosh I'm like doing worse financially than I have in ages but you didn't and by the way I've had these months myself but, but it's I just how you're judging yourself too exactly exactly you didn't choose to judge yourself and when and you had we had both been doing a lot of work around reaching into trust and viewing our lives the way that they were as being good enough like mm-hmm. changing the the standards that we were measuring ourselves against and things started shifting quickly from that place. Yeah. Right. So this is where it's so important to look for, you know, well, consider what is the perspective I'm taking in regards to my life. And for you, it might be, who knows, like it might be in your personal life. It might be in your business. It might be in your career. It might be, I don't know, just any, any area of your life where you're like, this isn't good enough. (laughs) What is, what are the standards that you are comparing yourself to And then being more kind with yourself about the fact that like sometimes we are human beings and sometimes we do, you know, spend money and then worry about rent. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's just the way that it is. And I, I just like looking back, I just have no regrets over the unfolding of my life. I have no doubts that like I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. Um, I know lots of women, especially in their like early to mid thirties, really start freaking out about being single or not having kids or like I have none of that going on to be completely honest with you I just I don't know I just believe that like it's supposed to I'm actually grateful the standards that I have in that area of my life are it was important for me to get happy first and to be really content in myself to work on the things that I used to project all over my relationships that would have had me never be able to create success in that area of my life the way that I wanted to it was important for me to do that work first and I have and in that regard I've totally got my shit together Yes. And that's the most beautiful gift you can give to yourself because it's self-love. It's you actually acknowledging yourself and and giving yourself that growth and focusing on that growth because that's the gift is that you see how far you've come. And in regards to these these goals or these measures, like in something we learned through IPAC where I was certified in life coaching is that you can choose to view yourself um, or view what it is that you want in life through a performance-based mindset or a mastery mindset. And anyone who is feeling discontent in their life is because they're actively mm. looking at their life through a performance-based mindset, different categories. So you could look at the aspect of, say, um, losing weight is a really good example because people are often like, I want to lose five pounds. I want to lose 10 pounds. So they they get to this goal by doing whatever they need to do to get to that goal. But they actually haven't uh, been focusing on loving themselves the entire time like through that. So naturally, most people who like lose weight will gain it right back again because they actually haven't gone to work on that deeper part of that self, that mastery Mm -hmm. approach to life, which is just like, I'm learning, I'm growing. And instead choosing to view it through love and it's like, I'm going to feed my body like healthy foods because that's what feels good. That's what actually feels good. And that's how I love myself versus like, I'm going to set out these performance-based checkpoints. You are setting yourself up for disappointment no matter what. So ask yourself in those areas of your life where you're not feeling satisfied, is it because you're holding symbolic goals in the terms of numbers or in like something symbolic like having a ring on your finger by a certain age 
or this uh, many kids or like that type of house those are the areas of your life where you are uh, viewing it through a performance-based mindset versus a mastery mindset a mastery mindset is always focused on enjoying the journey and we have this um, coaching principle which is life is a perfect adventure a game that cannot be won or lost only played so play it mm. and enjoy it enjoy every single day rather than that. setting yourself up for you know your own disappointment yeah I absolutely love that and and I mean <laughs> this is almost like a whole topic on itself but when we have these like things that we need in order to feel a certain way about our lives all of that is trying to fill some kind of void right like I need someone to love me I need a ring on my finger I need a house and a career that's at this certain level and all this kind of stuff all of that is trying to compensate for something that you feel within you is not what it should be not good enough which the thing about that is like it's chasing a carrot on a string you never catch it yeah right and and we've all had those experiences where we finally got something that we were so sure would make us feel a certain way you know losing weight is a great example how many people have had the experience of losing um whatever amount on the scale is and then being like, but how come I'm still not satisfied? And it's because the outside circumstance was never the thing mm -hmm. that was going to lead you to feeling the way that you wanted to feel. It's always an inside journey, which then gets to, um, like there's really two ways to um, get results. One is to, like Zoe said, perform, try, create it. You can like strong arm your way into creating results, mm -hmm. but you haven't gone to work on the inside. And so it's not going to fill that void. It can't. Maybe for a couple of days. You'll be like, yeah. oh my God, that was exciting. I got this money or I met this person or whatever. Um, or you can go to work on the on the inside rather, filling that void, looking at, and this is all like, I mean, we teach this in, um, well, our Queen Confidence Academy, which is turning into, we're rebranding and kind of taking that. We really love that content. It's all about identity. Um, but we're, we're in that program, we talk about um, how to change your self-talk in order to fill those voids, basically. And when you do that, you become someone who attracts these things anyways, right? Yeah. So you get to have both. You can have both the confidence and then the manifestation, or you can just have the manifestation and still be wondering where the confidence is. Exactly. And, you know, that's where people feel uh, imposter syndrome sometimes. Like you hear about these people who, maybe these entrepreneurs who get super successful yeah. and then lose it all. And it's because, you know, there was such a power, there is power in manifestation. Like in, like Laura said, muscling your way through. You can have whatever you want, but there's also a different way of doing it is that way of being versus doing. You can do manifestation however you want, or you can just be someone who creates and actively manifests by shifting this way that you're viewing yourself so yes. that you you may get big as an entrepreneur or you may get all the money or you may get the love and you don't lose it. Because some, who, you who you are, are deep down inside doesn't lose those things. Love that. I, I We were having a conversation about this the other day, which was like in the beginning of the year, I, well, yeah, I, I like really hustled my way to like 20, 25K months. Um, and like, you know, I'm still celebrating that. Absolutely. But as soon as I took my foot off the gas of that trying, it's not like, I mean, my sort of like vibrational set point is probably more like 10K a month in terms of who I'm being. Right. And so as soon as I stopped trying, I just took this huge step backwards because I, I, I can't, I know how to like muscle my way to whatever it is that I want, but it's not sustainable. Mm -hmm. And I get to this point where I'm like burnt out. So now I'm looking at who do I need to be? How do I, and this is all relevant to today's topic because it's all about how you view yourself. It's all yeah. about how you view your life. Right. And, and I mean, there's nothing 
like <laughs> I'm not being hard on myself, hard on myself for having a 10K month as sort of like my standard and who I'm being. It's just an opportunity for up level. Yes. Right. But it, 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 I had to look at how am I viewing myself? It's like, I'm still viewing myself as someone that needs to earn this. I'm still viewing myself as like someone who kind of has to like prove to people that I'm worth their money. Like I'll just give, 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 give rather than really like very subconsciously knowing what my value is and not needing to over deliver or overperform in order to create a new um, reality or a different outcome. So again, it's the, it's the view of, or the perspective that you're, you're viewing yourself through. Yeah. And just as you're saying that, Laura reminds me of when we were grocery shopping the other day and we were, we were talking about where we're going to be a year from now. And you asked me like financially and I was like, <laughs> consistent 30k months and you're like uh, you didn't even say that you said 20k oh and I was like so yeah <laughs> because she, you're already like yeah. you're almost there and you've like blown past that in terms of like you've had a couple of months that that blew past that yeah um so you were yeah you were saying these things and I was like Zoe come on you're like, like dream a little bigger but it's yeah. so crazy because I was like, I haven't actually given myself the opportunity to even look at what that version of me kind right. of like looks like. Like right. I actually hadn't even gone there until the question prompted me. So maybe something you guys can walk away today with is like, how do I want to view myself? Yeah. Yeah. And then reverse and en- start reverse engineering as like through belief systems and like what that may look like for you. Yeah. And, and just again, your self-talk in terms of like are you looking around at your life and at yourself and are you appreciating it and are Mm -hmm. you feeling proud about like where you are today and what it has taken to get to where I don't care like this is not like a material monetary question at all what have you had to overcome in your life what have you worked through what results have you produced what who who are you for yourself like really starting to like I have a tremendous amount of pride for myself which again I had to build all these things a year ago I didn't feel proud about what I'd created for myself I've really gotten intentional about like I look at my life and I feel really freaking proud of myself because I know what it took to get here um and I need to even up level that another few notches to become that next level version of me who attracts it yeah right so mm-hmm. um it's all like it's a never-ending journey but you it it all comes down to how are you viewing yourself which comes down to how are you um what are the standards that you're measuring yourself up against but comparison you guys like I tell my clients all the time go and unfollow anyone who you find yourself on a regular basis comparing you and your life to even if that's me (laughs) like if you find yourself looking at my feed and comparing yourself to it stop following me right now like as my client I don't want you to be following me I don't want you to be opening up your Instagram and being struck with how you're where you're at is not good enough because there will always be people that are ahead of you I had to I did this for like a year I stopped following anyone that I found myself comparing myself to people that had really inspired me and I like I was very appreciative of sort of the road that they had paved and what they showed me as being possible but I had to start viewing myself and my life and my journey as being really like just exceptional in and of itself and I couldn't do that as long as I was looking at other people right and so now I I refollowed all those people because I have an abundance view or perspective about my life yeah you understand that each of our individual paths in this world are so special so perfect and so unique to us it's yeah. exactly what we need at the right time. And it's it's all perfect, yeah. really. But um, yeah, just as Laura said, I want to say, if, if anyone's affected by me too. <laughs> it's okay. We love you. It's okay, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> because, you know, we've all, we've all been there. And I, I do remember, like, 
back in the day when I first got Instagram like that's how I felt about looking at all these travel bloggers like I was like wow how did they do that and then I went and did it for myself and then I was like I I don't spend enough time actually like remembering that I've like done a lot of things I need to work yes on pulling myself out of the future and being like wow I did do all of that but when we started the acknowledgement practice that we've talked about mm -hmm. like I couldn't believe how much you downplayed. Like, you can walk into a freaking bookstore and buy two of Zoe's books. Like, no big deal. You know, you've, like, you've just done and created so much and had so many opportunities come your way. And she just, like, you still don't really see what you have created for yourself, right? And, I mean, this kind of comes back to whatever view you guys have of us is not the one that we have of ourselves. And that can be said about you as well whoever's listening to this the, yeah. the view that other people other people are looking at you and being like wow she's got her shit together yeah. and you're like oh my gosh I'm just such a failure yeah <laughs> so you know what I mean we're we're it's a little clickbaity to call this we don't have our shit together but what we're gonna end this with is that we have our shit together you have your shit together everybody has their shit together if you choose to see it that way yeah and so, choose. so, so focus yeah. focus on your everyday happiness and fulfillment and it'll go a long way yeah All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for listening, guys. Love you. And we'll see you soon. Bye. Thank you guys so much for spending a piece of your day with us and tuning in to The Low and Zo Show. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to rate it and share on social media. Be sure to tag us. Until next time, stay abundant.